Hey, yo, listen, what's going on, everybody? My name is Clarence. They call me E-Dub. They call me C-Dub, whatever you want to call me. Um, so the reason for this podcast, podcast is called I'm Not Hating, because I'm not hating. I'm not hating on fans who love their teams. I'm just stating facts. Uh, sometimes it's going to be brutally honest. Sometimes I may be wrong. That's y'all job to tell me when I'm wrong. And make sure that when when you say that I'm wrong, it's not just based off of your love for this team. Because sometimes, man, as a fan, we get wrapped up in my our team can't do no wrong. And I hate that word, my team. And I don't know why I just almost messed up and said it. But I hate that I hate that word, my team. But anyway, um, sometimes as a fan, man, we get wrapped up in you know, the team can, the, the fumble wasn't on this dude. It was, it was, it, it, we need to trade this dude or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's not, that's not okay because, you know, football is the ultimate team sport, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you got 53 guys, offense, defense, special teams, you know, so all three phases have to be in sync in order to win a football game. And a loss, you know, everybody takes that loss on the chin. It's, it's not what one guy did to, to create this. It, it's, it's a chain reaction of things that, that take place, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a fumble. It could be a kick return. It could be an interception. You know, you could be plus, plus two in the turnover margin. But, you know, at the same time, you got piss poor run defense. You know, so everything goes hand in hand. It's not just one guy. So that's what I mean by I'm not hating. You know what I'm saying? When I break down the facts of why a team lost, why teams excel in in certain areas and things like that, it's not me hating, man. I'm not hating on y'all teams, man. I just love the game, and I love what each team brings to the table. Everybody does something. So we're going to get into it, man, straight out the gate. Uh, as you can hear, I'm in my car because I, I feel like being in my car is like we holding a conversation as we ride down the road. You feel me? So get on in the sled with me, man, and we're going to push this thing and we're going we're gonna to chop it up about some ball. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm here at home and, you know, the hometown is home of the Chiefs. You know, uh, they won a Super Bowl. They lost a Super Bowl. Um, so I, I want to start out this first episode, man, about getting into them, you know, because I feel like a lot of fans, they look at this team like, you know, you hear things like, well, are y'all going to run it back for a third year? Um, because they've been to, to two Super Bowls and won a couple AFC titles you know, this team uh, doesn't have room to grow or, you know, because uh, Pat got all these endorsements from Adidas and from Oakley and head and shoulders, you know, he's the second coming of Tom. And, you know, here's my thing. All right. And I'm going to say this and I'm not hating. Because I, I, I appreciate what the Chiefs do. I'm not hating. Before y'all jump on here and say that I'm hating, I'm not. I'm going to take it all the way back. So, 
Go back to that Super Bowl run, man. And I want y'all to really think about what this team had. Go back to before they won the, the, the Super Bowl and think about what this team had. This team had the league's leading rusher in Kareem Hunt. This team had a motivated Sammy. This team had a hungry D-Rob. And this offense was as balanced of an offense as you could ever have in the league, man. Go back to that that Cleveland Browns game from that year. Uh, uh, Kareem Hunt was killing that year. Kareem was balling that year. Uh, uh, Pat Pat was playing out his mind. That was the year Pat threw the fifty plus touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? That that was the year that Pat set the records. All right, so that's his MVP year. He did. He had an MVP year with what the first eight games of the season having the league's leading rusher. Go back to that to the greatest Monday night game in history that they say with the Rams. Kareem was on that squad. You had a hungry Sammy on that squad. You had a no-name D-Rob on that squad. You know what I'm saying? All these things was in place. Then you get to the AFC Championship game, and yeah, they got robbed at Arrowhead. You know what I'm saying? They got Brady, as I like to call it, because sometimes Brady just gets some 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 bullshit calls. You know what I'm saying? A slap to the head by Chris Jones that wasn't a slap. Like, y'all can't even fart around time without them throwing a fucking flag on it. Excuse my language, but... That is just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was the same way that he used to get these calls up at Foxborough all the time. You know what I'm saying? They just got Brady. They got Brady to Arrowhead. And you would think, oh, they playing at Arrowhead, so they can't lose, but they got Brady. You know what I'm saying? He throw a pick, but it's offsides on the play by D4. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward to the next year, man. You know what I'm saying? They let go of Kareem. Kareem's up out of there, but what they had in Damian Williams, you know what I'm saying? This dude is a playoff machine. You know what I'm saying? He 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 was playoff Lenny before there was a playoff Lenny. You feel me? Like Damian was 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 running that thing. You know what I'm saying? Towards the last seven, eight games of the regular season, going into the playoffs, like bro was hitting his stride. You know what I'm saying? You go back to the Super Bowl. He could have been the 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 Super Bowl MVP had Pat not been on that squad. You know what I'm saying? Like. He had that big ass run to lock it up. He had that 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 touchdown catch in the flat from from Pat in that game. Like Damian could have been the Super Bowl MVP, man. You know what I'm saying? You had Sammy who was balling. He had single single high coverage when they when they when they went to that cover two, uh, which which is in in, in a lot of ways was a man to man thing because the safety was was playing a deeper 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 part of the field, you know what I'm saying, and Sharon was over there by itself until the safety could come over and give him the help, so it was basically man-to-man, and Sammy beat Sharon on that on that catch uh, to, to make a play, you go back to, what was it, uh, it was either the Texans game or the Titans game, Sammy caught a big pass in that game, you know what I'm saying, like, and I'm saying all this to build up to say, fast forward to last year, fast forward to the Super Bowl. All right, and I want y'all to really think about this Super Bowl. And everybody's saying, oh, uh, you know, they they had a they had a makeshift offensive line, and um, Pat didn't have a chance. 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 But what what protects Pat in a lot of ways? And I, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm not there. I'm not the OC. I'm not the head coach. So I don't have my hand on the pulse of the team the way that they do. You feel me? But when I'm looking at it, you got a Le'Veon Bell in the building. You got a Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the building. Y'all got to excuse me. This traffic ain't no joke. This road work shit. I got to get from around this uh, truck too, man. Make sure this mug don't don't know no rocks or nothing. Hit the sled. I'll be hot. They chip my windshield to mess up my paint job. But back to what I was saying, man. You know, so go back to that Super Bowl, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was saying, oh, well, you know, Pat didn't have no protection. You know what I'm saying? He had this, this banged up offensive line. Yeah. But why didn't y'all run the ball more? Y'all could have made an effort to run the ball more. You go back and you look at what Clyde was doing in that game, man. Clyde, Clyde had some, some nice runs in that game. And Tampa don't like giving up the run. You know what I'm saying? But they had got their asses torched so bad early in the year from the Chiefs in the first half. They came out and they said, we'll be damned if we're going to let Tyreek throw up the dubs on us today again. We'd be damned if we let that happen. And then you had Tom that came out and said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to be balanced. You know what I'm saying? We're going to run the ball. So when Pat get on the field, Pat is in is, is, is having this feeling of anxiety of, I got to make a play. 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 Travis wasn't on that day. Reek wasn't on that day. You know what I'm saying? The passing game just wasn't working. And they refused to say, okay, Let's calm our asses down. Because in the second quarter, before Tom got that 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 drive before half, they could have calmed all of that shit down. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Tampa was saying, uh-uh, y'all not going to run on us. But you see it every week in the NFL where a team is like, listen, we finna be stubborn as hell, and we finna run the ball. Not to say that they O-line was the greatest, but the way you help an O-line – a, a, a guard get confidence in a game is you let him fire off the ball. You let him fire off the ball and hit somebody in the mouth. You let him be the aggressor. See, pass blocking means I have to wait on that linebacker, on that defensive end to come to me. Running, run blocking, I get to fire off and come at you. And I'm coming at you full force. So the way you get them rolling, you get that sweat under their armpits uh, going, you get them feeling nasty about the situation, they happy to fire off the ball. They feeling that aggressiveness. They not thinking as much about, okay, who coming, who not, what I got to do. I got to hold this block a second longer for Pat. You know what I'm saying? So don't, 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 don't think of it as, oh, well, the offensive line didn't help Pat. You know what I'm saying? Think of it as some of that was fall, fall on play calling. Some of us fall on the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you don't have a Damian Williams. Some of us fell on the fact that Sammy was hurt. They 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 felt like Sammy didn't have his mojo. You know what I'm saying? All these things is key components. The defense, they just got braided again. You know what I'm saying? Like you just get Brady and you only you you feel helpless. You know what I'm saying? When you playing, when you playing Tom, Tom done did, done did this for so long, he know how. To, to put you in uncomfortable situations. Gronk had had probably the most quiet year ever. But then in the Super Bowl, Gronk ended up with two tutties. 
see what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that people not talking about. These are the things that people don't want to look at. You know what I'm saying? And then look at what what Tampa did defensively. This is a copycat league, everybody. So teams that can do it are gonna do it. Teams that teams that that feel that that have that confidence in, in what they have personnel-wise, they're gonna do it. They're gonna drop back those corners. They're gonna play coverage. They're gonna drop them safeties back. And if they got a linebacker that can run with with Travis underneath, that means that we can double reek on the outside. You know what I'm saying? If we got a corner that can guard Reek by itself, then we're gonna double trap. You know what I'm saying? So you need the other guys to step up. You need a D-Rob to step up. You need a Pringle to step up. You need Clyde and Jared and Darrell, Daryl, whatever you go, however you say his name, uh, Jody. You're gonna need all of these other guys, man. And you're gonna need a more patient, balanced offense. You look at you look at that Baltimore game last week. Go to that Baltimore game, man, and look at what happened. That Baltimore game last week, man, them dudes, they gave up so many yards on the ground. So many yards. They couldn't stop a running nose, dog. They gave up so many yards on the ground to Lamar. And they knew what was coming. They knew Baltimore was going to run the football. Because Baltimore don't have that confidence in Lamar throwing the ball like that 30 times a game. You know what I'm saying? And they still could not stop it. Then you get Pat to turn the football over. Then you get Clyde to, to, to turn the football over. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm saying, all three phases. So when y'all say, you know, the Chiefs beat themselves or whatever the narrative is because y'all don't want to accept the fact that this team has flaws. And, it, and, it, and, and it's, not, it's not flaws. Like, I want y'all to understand, everybody in Kansas City should be happy. They, sh they should feel good. You know what I'm saying? You have a franchise quarterback that can throw it from here to the moon. You got the fastest wide receiver in football, arguably the top three guy in the league at wide receiver. In my opinion, like, they, they, they don't give Tyreek the credit he deserved because, you know, he's still labeled as a speed guy. But the dude can run every route on the route tree while y'all playing. You got Trav, who is the best tight end in the league. You know what I'm saying? You got the arguably the 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 top guy at strong safety. You know what I'm saying? You got some good young corners. You got athletic linebackers. You got dudes up front that can rush the passer. You got athletic 300-pound dudes like uh, Colin Sanders that, that can ball. He can run. He's athletic, agile. You know what I'm saying? The dude can do backflips like y'all sleep on the athletic ability. So I, I say all that to say, I'm not hating on the fact that, you know what I'm saying, what y'all feel, y'all, that y'all feel the way that y'all do. I'm not hating on that. I'm just hating on the fact that y'all push these narratives when they lose and say, oh, well, you know, I would let go of Clyde and I never wanted Clyde in the building. Uh, uh, the defense did this, but y'all won't talk about Pat's pick. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, Y'all would just jump jump on this this narrative of they just they flat out beat themselves. Well, every team in the NFL gets paid to do a job, man. And teams are gonna scheme them offensively. They're gonna scheme them defensively. They're gonna scheme them in special teams. You know, so 
when y'all sitting up here saying that the Chiefs beat themselves, understand that everybody in the league is like, how do we stop this team? How do we stop this offense? What, what, how do we beat them handily so that they can't push this narrative in Kansas City that, oh, they beat themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, you think Baltimore is sitting up there saying, oh, well, Kansas City beat themselves? No, Baltimore is saying, we beat these motherfuckers. Again, excuse my language. But Baltimore is saying, yeah, we beat them. We beat them. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the recipe on how to beat the Chiefs. Because this ain't the recipe. But it has elements of the recipe on how to beat them. So, y'all probably listening. Y'all like, oh, he on some bullshit. He full of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because all he want to do is pass the Chiefs. No. No, no, no. I don't. All I'm saying is, is for, for every action, there's a reaction, right? Okay. So, teams want to play this way defensively, then what did we need to do? You saw it in how this offense was evolving last week against Baltimore. You saw it. The patience of giving Clyde the ball, letting Clyde get into a rhythm. Clyde don't need to have over 100 yards rushing. Clyde, if, if Clyde had 15 carries for 63 yards, I'd be happy with that because then Pat can play out, play action off of it. You know what I'm saying? The linebackers got to pause for for that brief second or two to see what what Clyde gonna do, and that opens up things. Even when teams want to run this run this zone, like you have to respect that run. You have to pause for a second. That half second is is like an eternity in the NFL for an offense for a route runner that's an eternity give give anybody in the league a half second any 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 wide receiver in the league a half second a half second hand start on a DB or on a safety they'll kill them that, that that's any guy in the league so if you can get a linebacker to come down and pause for that half second to see what Clyde is going to do or whoever is in the backfield to see what they're going to do. That's money, man. That's money. So the Chiefs need to run the football. They have to be more patient in running the ball. They just have to. You have to get that ground game rolling. You have to be more patient in it. You got to tell tell Pat some, hey, yo, listen, we know you can make these throws. We know the plays are there to be made, bro. But Look at the backfield. Look at the flat. Trust the flat. Trust the guy out there in the flat that he can make a play. Trust that he going to catch the ball. Like, these are things that you got to instill in Pat because Pat knows he can make every throw and he can get out of every jam because he's seen so much at such a young age and he was groomed to be such a talented quarterback. Like, he knows what, what throws to get away with. He knows what mistakes he can make that defenses can't make him pay on. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that Pat knows he can get away with. So when 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 you when you look at this offense, you have to you you have to say and be more realistic in saying, you know, would it be lovely for Tyreek to have 11, 12, 13 catches a game? Absolutely. Would it be 
uh, beautiful if Travis could, could go over 135 yards receiving every week and have eight, nine grabs? Absolutely. But if you want to get back to and, and really be able to beat a Tampa Bay in that game, you have to have an identity on the ground. And right now, Chiefs fans, could y'all honestly say that the Chiefs have an identity on the ground? You can't say that. You can't say that they have an identity on the ground. You can't say that teams come in and say, well, you know, yeah, they got Pat and they got Reek and they got Trav, but the guy that we, we, we really need to focus in on this week is taking that running back out the equation. No, 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 no. And you can look at a Dallas Cowboys team for an example. Look at what they do. Everybody know Dak is the man. He got Amari. He got CD. Uh, when, when Michael Gallup is healthy, he got Michael Gallup. But what is everybody else fixated on? That $90 million in the backfield. That $90 million in the backfield. Look at Tennessee. Look at what they do well. Hell, look at Carolina. Carolina is, 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 is built around Christian McCaffrey. Look at the Vikings. Look at, look at what Oakland wants to do. Look at what Pittsburgh wants to do. Look at what Cleveland wants to do. You look at Buffalo. Buffalo, they, they, they want to get to a Super Bowl and they want to, they want to go on the back of Josh Allen, but they understand they got to run the football. You look at what they did against Miami last week. They ran the football, man. You look at that, that Thursday night game from last week. Both teams wanted to get the ground game rolling, but just wasn't nobody having it that night. Some nights, some games, some teams is just not going to let you get it rolling. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, man, it just happens that way. That wasn't the case in the Super Bowl, and that's not the case for the Chiefs because the Chiefs haven't even tried to be stubborn in the running game. They haven't even tried, man. Haven't even tried, man. Look at the Seahawks. You know, you know they got you know they got Russell, but they also got Chris Carson. Hell, look at the Falcons. They got Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, but they also got Mike Davis. And they'll give Mike Davis the ball 19, 20 times a game if you let him. If you let Arthur Smith get a run game rolling, you best damn sure believe he would rather have his running back have 19, 20 times, carry the ball 19, 20 times a game, and Matt Ryan not, not get exposed to big hits by dropping back throwing the football. I guarantee you. Look at what the Saints did week one to Green Bay. Look at what the Saints did week one. Better yet, go back and look at two years ago. Hell, look at last year. For the past two years, you've had Aaron Rodgers, arguably 1A, 1B of the best passer in the NFL. Okay? Dude can make every throw. I mean, Aaron is that dude. Don't get it twisted. But what did they give Aaron? Something that Mike McCarthy should have given him a long time ago. Because I believe if he had that running game, I don't know, four or five years ago when Mike was in the building, you talking about Green Bay going to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, look at what Green Bay gave him. They gave him a running game. And you see how much it has enhanced what Aaron does so well.
He was the league MVP, and he had a good running game behind him. You have to have a good running game. You have to have something in that backfield that makes every defense respect you. And if you can't get that respect from a defense, and the only thing they have to do is deal with coverage for six days of the week preparing for you, you got a problem. You have to beat them in every other phase of the game. You have to pray that they make mistakes. It's not teams have to come to Arrowhead or play the Chiefs and play a complete game because that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Every team is the same. You minimize turnovers. You play good defense. You communicate on defense. Your personnel groupings, where, where you line up, guys, is key with every team in the NFL. It's the difference between wins and losses. Kansas City is no different. Kansas City doesn't do anything that is any different from any other team in the league. But what they do, they do well, which is their short passing game, their deep passing game. Their mid passing game is a little sus at times. But what they do, they excel at. Would you say that what Cleveland does well, they excel at? Run the football? Yeah. Would you say that what Minnesota does well, they excel at? Which is feed Dalvin Cook? Yeah. Same thing could be say, said for Alvin Kamara. Same thing could be said for Christian McCaffrey. Same thing could be said in Buffalo for what Buffalo wants to do offensively. These are all the things that every team in the league does certain things and they do them well. Every every team knows what their strengths of their team is. They try to mask it so that teams can't key on it. But they know what their bread is buttered on. So when you play a Chiefs team, when, when, when the evolution of the Chiefs is to find an identity on the ground this year. Because every team is going to come out and, and you can look at their secondaries and say, well, their secondaries is not very good. But if they can get a push, oh, their defensive line is a little sus, but they got athletic linebackers. You see what I'm saying? At, 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 at at all three different phases of a defense, each team has something that they excel at, be it at corner, safety, linebacker, D-line. There's, there's something with every team. Every team in the league has something. Even the Jets have something on defense that you have to respect. They got athletic linebackers in New York. They can't put it together yet. But when they put it together, when they put it together, them, them athletic linebackers, C.J. Mosley and, and, and all them other guys that's, that's in that room, when they put it together and they realize that we, we have to build this defense around these linebackers and we need more pieces up front. And we're going to hang our hat on being able to dominate teams and, and, and completely take them out of their, their element if they want to run the ball. They'll have to get us spreading the ball out in quick passing game because they're not going to be able to run on us. 
when 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 they get to that point, then you'll see the Jets make a turn. But back to my point, every team does something well on defense. It's not any team does absolutely nothing great on defense. That's bullshit. Every team does something well. So it's just about finding that common ground with this team. This team in Kansas City has to find an identity on the ground. Because you got that, you you got what, what you have on the perimeter, you got what you got at tight end, you know what I mean? And you got what you got at quarterback. You got that. Teams know at any given time, this kid can throw for over 500 yards on us. If we if we give him that option, we give him that that space, he's gonna kill us. He's gonna flat out kill us. He's going to dissect it and he's going to kill us. So we have to try our damnedest to take this away. We don't have to do it consistently for four quarters. That's the thing, too. Like, don't get it twisted and think that a team has to do this consistently for four quarters. There's there's times within the game, even even when they blow it, when they don't do it. They don't lose their composure and they say, OK, they got us on this one. We'll, we'll make the adjustment. And if we get them back in this situation again, we can win it. And that's what Baltimore did. Baltimore knew the adjustment to the adjustment. OK, Andy's going to do this. Eric B. is going to do this. They're going to put Pat in this situation. So when the time comes, we're going to we're going to bait them into thinking that we can get this. And it just so happens that it didn't come to fruition because they was able to get a punch out on a fumble. You know what I mean? Like for for all that that said about how bad Baltimore's defense is this year with them not having Jimmy Smith and Marcus Peters in the secondary. They only gave up 35 points. They only gave up 35 points. And a lot of that was boom, 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 boom. It wasn't a, a slugfest because their defense was getting off the field because it was fast play. It was really fast play. So in the fourth quarter, this team can play fast defensively because you're 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 scoring you're 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 scoring so fast that you're not wearing down this defense. And it should be the exact opposite. You don't want a defense that that their pass rushers are still fresh enough to get home in the fourth quarter. It's great to have that luxury. It's great to have that luxury. It is a beautiful thing to have a team that can score so fast and is so explosive. But you give up something from being that explosive. You give something up. Go back the year that that I the year that Tom was in New England and the Chiefs went to Foxborough on a Sunday night with Pat Mahomes. I think it was his first time ever playing the Patriots in Foxborough. 
you go back to that fourth quarter, what did Belichick do? Belichick knew this this offense wanted to score. So he let Reek score that last touchdown just so that Tom could get the ball back, take his time, methodically drive down the field, milk the clock, score a touchdown, get the hell out of here with the win. You want to score fast, fine. If you want to score fast, have at it. But what we're going to do is is that we're going to minimize your time so that you have to bank on big plays every time you touch the field then. That's the counter to the counter. And I just want everybody that is a Chiefs fan to understand that that's what every team wants to do. And if they don't want to do it, they're, they're, they're foolish. I don't understand why, but I get it because sometimes you get, you get, you get D D coordinators, you get head coaches that are just stubborn and will just refuse not to change what they want to do. They refuse to, 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 to adjust or utilize the personnel that they're good at. And you see it every week. That's why those teams struggle because they don't play to the strengths of their personnel. They, they, they believe that the personnel that they have in the building is going to be able to adjust and do what we want them to do. Not we're, we're, we're not going to change what we do to fit this guy. No, they're going to change and, and, and become what we want them to be. Everybody is not Nick Saban and everybody is not Jason Taylor. I don't know if y'all saw that football life or not, but Jason was talking about how, you know, before Nick got there, he was a defensive end and Nick came in with the three, four and he didn't want to play outside linebacker. Nick got him fired up by pulling up tape of Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green and Derek Thomas and Lawrence Taylor and all these fabulous outside linebackers in that defense. And he ended up having what uh first team all pro defensive player of the year, uh pro bowl, you name it. Jason Taylor had a hell of a year that first year with, with Saban in that scheme. But that doesn't happen all the time. You know, it takes a little bit of everything. Guys buying in, the scheme is 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 what works for that for that player and, and the coach and it, it it has to mesh perfectly. But everybody doesn't have that situation. And you see it every week in the NFL teams that coaches that put in certain things, certain packages, certain formations, you know, and the guys just don't fit those. Some teams, some some guys just don't fit what certain coaches want to do. And the coaches will refuse to adapt to the strengths of the guys that he has in the building. And and you see that's the difference between 2 and 0, 1 and 1, 0 and 2. Those are the differences. And it'll be the differences this week between two and one, three and oh, one and two. Those are the differences. The matchups, the 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 ability to adjust. I'm really interested to see what the Chargers can bring to the table against the Chiefs this week. I remember a couple of years ago on the top 100, Derwin James was saying that 
he felt like he was one of the only guys in the league that could man up Travis Kelsey one-on-one. And he went back and he had numbers to back it up. I guess a couple meetings, he held Travis to three, four catches under 60, 70 yards receiving them games. He like, he locked him up. So this is a huge test. Derwin's coming back off a knee. He's balling out of his mind right now. He's leading that defense. He's flying around. He's fast. He's hungry. And the Chargers are coming into Kansas City thinking this is, this is, this is the statement. This is, this week will be the statement. You know, you getting the Chargers coming coming to the Midwest. They two hours ahead in time, so their time schedule will be off. You know, you got Justin Herbert coming in the Arrowhead. The place will be rocking. It's gonna be out of control. That crowd is gonna be on their feet for four quarters. I would be real interested to see just how locked in the Chargers can be going on the road this week because they don't have it in the ground game. They don't have an identity on the ground. They don't. They don't have an identity. Austin Eckler doesn't scare anybody running the football. He scares everybody out in space, but he doesn't scare anybody running the football. But you got him, you got Mike Williams, you got Keenan Allen, you got Jared Cook. You got some you got some pieces in the passing game for the Chargers that would scare anybody. And if Dallas can hold them to 17 points, I know Spags is looking at this and saying, we shouldn't give up 13. But there's something to be said about division and familiarity. There's something to be said about it. And that will play a key, key, key role this Sunday is who can who can make the adjustments again and and who's going to who's going to utilize the proper matchups to be successful in this game you know where does Derwin line up where does Keenan line up where does Jared line up where does where does where does Tyreek line up where does Jody line up cuz you're going to need those guys this week this this will be huge for adjustments. It'll it'll be huge for matchups. Um, I think Kansas City is going to win this game just because they're more of a complete team. There, I mean, they're the defending AFC champs for a reason, you know. And it's and it's it's always a tough battle, but I think Kansas City has enough on uh, on both sides of the football and in special teams that they they beat the Chargers. In Arrowhead, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I'd be surprised if it's a blowout. Uh, I think the Chargers will play a better, better brand of football, and they'll they'll play more sound defensively than 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 most people think that they will. And uh, I'm interested to see this game, man. I think that, um, like I said, matchups, man, matchups control the game. Matchups control the day. So whatever the Chargers can do offensively and defensively to win certain matchups and how soon Spags makes the adjustments to it, can this pass rush wake up? They should. They are home. 
They're playing behind the home home uh, crowd, so they should be able to get off the ball fast and get get home on, on Herbert and make him feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, the corners will have to play play really disciplined because Keenan Allen is a route technician. Mike Williams is is growing. He's learning. And you got a savvy vet in Jared Cook. And I'm interested to see what Derwin does if they try to single him up on Travis. If they do, you know, can can the young young rookie uh, handle Reek by itself? Do they do they let him play man? Are they gonna back him off? They gonna give him some help? You know, all of these things are 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 huge this week, man. And it and it'll show. It'll show in the gameplay. By the second quarter, you'll you'll have a pulse on what this game is going to fold out to be because both teams will, will, will be playing with that intensity. They'll definitely be playing with that intensity. But, yo, man, I appreciate having y'all, man. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this is the first of many. Um, again, I just – I I'm happy that, that I have a space where I can give my opinions and people will listen. Um, I'm always open for questions. Um, I'm not ever hating because I love the game and I feel like there's not a more beautiful sport in the world than, than football and what every team in the NFL brings to the table. It, it's a sight to behold each and every week, each and every team. Uh, next week, I'll break down titans or seahawks or i'll leave it up to y'all whatever y'all whatever whoever y'all will want me to break down or or talk about man i'll do it um i watch all the teams i i have some favorite teams but i'm not gonna give that away because i don't want y'all to think that i'm just biased it may shock you but um again i appreciate having y'all man um have a great rest of your day And until we talk again, peace.